Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Another week, ladies and gentlemen. Checking the weather. Mostly sunny, pleasant, with a high of 57. It's a beautiful day today. Yes. And it is. Absolutely. What, the 16th of October, so Jesus. Break the shorts out. The frost that was on my car this morning. Indeed. It's 38 degrees right now, Pally, so there you go. So mostly sunny, pleasant, with a high of 57 today. Tonight, partly cloudy, cool, with a low of 40. Tuesday, increasing clouds, warmer though, with a high of 62 tomorrow. Wednesday, mainly cloudy, scattered showers, a high of 63. It keeps going up. Where's the plummet? I don't know, but I feel like we should ceremoniously like cancel the Twin Cities Marathon again with this heat wave. I think we should have just canceled the, mar- canceled the morning show and just yeah. go home. Wow. It, it's just too unpredictable. Yep. We can't stand it. This is controversial stuff, Tevin. Right, right off the bat. Right Very, off the controversial. Wow. Very controversial. Uh, Thursday, par- partial sun with a few lingering showers possible. Scattered showers Wednesday overnight, apparently. I don't know. We'll see if that works. But a high of 57 on Thursday. On Friday, partly to mostly sunny, 59. So it's going to be a, all in all, a couple of showers, but all in all, a beautiful week coming up. It's sunny right now, but it is only 38 degrees. Excuse me, it just dropped down to 37 degrees. Well, all right. <laughs> Noted. So, so there, yeah, it just dropped down another degree. So that is that. So what did you guys do over the weekend? Worked like a dog. Oh, here we go. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Back to back to back weddings. They were all fun. We partied. You you guys don't know what it's like to spin discs, man. You don't. It's odd. Percentage of which which marriages are going to make it and which ones aren't. I will say 66% of them will make it. Do you ever do like a... 
do a wedding and like the first dance and you're just watching, you're like, these guys aren't gonna make it a year. I haven't gotten that Ooh. vibe from anybody. Okay. No. Really? Like you'll see some you'll see some stuff that makes you go like this is like I don't know about everything that's going on here today, but yeah, I don't think I've gotten the vibe of like oh, this is not going to work out long term. I haven't had any like, you know, some girl that's like a complete smoke show that married some guy for his money or anything like that. No. All right, so I got to run this by the three of you and all our listeners as a matter of fact. Uh, 952-600-2575. Howie's Bar, West Broadway, just a Mm -hmm. little east of Penn Avenue North. Mm -hmm. And then it became Delisi's for a while. Now it's just closed. There's nothing there now. I don't think there's anything there. It hasn't been for a long time. But it held the all-time record in my life. I went to probably 20 wedding ceremonies, or not ceremonies, but uh, the galas afterward, after after the ceremony. 100% 100% of the time, there was a fist fight. Oh, I was so worried you were going to say divorce. Right. Well, a lot of that, This too. place is notorious for, for divorce. I was like, 100%? No. How did you have those stats? The, I was like, all right, fist fight, that's fine, yeah. whatever. No, the, uh, the craziest thing that I've seen was there was one family that the, the wedding was somewhere downtown Minneapolis, and, like, typical, like, group of family members show up for the ceremony. And then all of a sudden, one girl walks oh, in. God. And she looks to be probably, like, mid-20s. Doesn't She's not really mingling with anybody. Everybody else is dressed like they're going to a wedding. She's dressed like she's going to a nightclub. And, like, I'm like, you just don't fit. So after a little while watching people kind of ignore her, I ask the wedding coordinator, like, hey, do you know the story behind this girl? She's only talking to grandma and the father of the bride. And so she goes, Great story here. Mom and dad of the groom got divorced like three months before the wedding. And so dad brings his new younger bombshell mistress to the wedding. Like they like keep sneaking out in the back alley to go like give a little kiss and come back inside. We get ready for speeches and uh, well, now the divorced parents were supposed to give a tandem speech for the wedding. And they Mm -hmm. decided, you know what, we're still going to go through with this, even though we're divorced. So the speeches are going on. I get on the mic. All right, now we're going to go throw it over to Jack and Jill for a little welcome. And mom is staring at me and just gives me the cut it sign. And it's just dead silence. And she walks away. And dad's just like, well, I guess we're not doing any speeches. And we go on with the rest of the nights. But yeah, don't bring your mistress to yeah, the wedding. Let's not do that. No. So she's the one that broke up the wedding of the, uh, the marriage in the first place? I don't know all the details on that, but I, I would assume if Dad's bringing his mistress after yeah. three months, that it was probably uh, his doing. I can't even imagine if I had ever done that something like that again. That's amazing. <laughs> you can only dream to be the mistress someday, walking into a wedding. Oh, I would imagine that's probably oh. true. It's unbelievable. It's a vibe. One of my favorites at Howie's, because the reason I was at so many weddings is because I was in a band and we played a lot of weddings mm-hmm. in our band and all the rest of it. Remember a guy comes up, Guy Laurent was our lead singer. So we just stand there. He didn't play an instrument. He just, he was a singer. Guy walks up. He looks up at Guy because we're on this little stage. Looks up at Guy. He goes, hey, I need to borrow this. Grabs the mic stand, goes over and hits a guy right in the back with the mic what? stand. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get it went, back? And it literally went, Bam! Because the mic was still on. Yeah. Did, did he bring the mic back and you guys keep singing? No, or what? no, he no? just tossed it on the ground and left. That was it. 
I will never forget that. He grabs the mic stand and slugs somebody right in the back with it. It's like, oh, my God. Uh, on Sunday, I went to a wedding shower for my little cousin, Tessa. Tessa. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys would really like this. Are you going to think I'm conniving? There's a game that we played there where you had little um, like clips on you. And you, you get to keep your clip unless somebody hears you said the word bride, groom, or wedding. And then someone gets to steal your clip. And the goal is to collect clips from people. So you want to like, f- you know, fake them out and get them to say those three words. So I teamed up with a second grader and we had like a list, like a, like a, a list of uh, advice to give the bride and groom. And I would make her go up to people and go, I can't read. Can you read this for me? And it was oh like, what's a tip to tell the bride on her first wet, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I literally collected these clips from everybody by conniving the second grader to go up to everyone and act like she couldn't read. see. <laughs> You're a terrible human being. <laughs> I won so hard. What are you doing later today? <laughs> Stealing from charity? Wait, yeah, exactly. What's cheese? No wonder you're wearing camouflage. <laughs> right? It was so good. Oh, her oh, name's God. Bennett, and she was like my ride or die. Oh, we're going to rob a you're grocery like, store later. You're like, here, how can we scam all these people out of their paper clips? They were so excited read. to like te- tell her, read her the thing, and then she'd say, gotcha, and I'd go grab their clip. Oh, what, what was like the payoff? Like, Oh, a prize. You oh, okay. know, like I, I let it Bennett take it, but uh, yeah, it was the that highlight was nice. of my weekend. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, just looking at the headlines of the day. They're all bad. There, that's your look at the headlines. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, Good luck. My God. <laughs> and we're out. I, I literally, I was talking to Tevin about this this morning a little bit, uh, about the fact that I've gotten to the point now where I just cannot care anymore. Otherwise, I'd be livid 24 hours a day. Yeah. These disgusting pigs that we have in office, honest to God, I, I know we've been talking about this for a while, but until we get back to being normal Democrats and normal Republicans, I just cannot support any of these people. No. The idea is they're, they're just disgusting human beings. First of all, and I didn't see this, and maybe you guys did, and you can tell me because I've had a, a few people tell me that it is true. Is it true that Donald Trump actually stood up about a week ago and was praising Hezbollah? You guys oh, hear yeah. about that? No. no. Would you mind checking it out and see if you can find that? I had a bunch of people telling me that he was praising Hezbollah. They're murderers, Donnie. I don't know if you know that or not, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, it looks like the quote that's going around is he's saying they were very smart or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why he's would you he... say that? Trump is like, a vote's a vote's a vote. Because remember when he was like... <laughs> yep. Remember when those, uh, what was it, those Proud Boys, they were like, hey, will you go yeah. ahead and just like yep. tell the Proud Boys? He's like, I'm going to let the Proud Boys do what the Proud Boys do. We're yeah. like, come on. This seems like an easy win. Yeah. No, he did, I think you're right. He does. He's very much so like, if they're talking about me, whether it's good or it's bad, I just want to hear my name on TV. Yeah. This is the part you guys aren't going to like, because I think mm. Biden has now made himself the worst president in the history of the United States. This oh, No. Bo- no. No, I said, oh, no, like, as if, like, I'm, like, we're, we're, I have, like, a Biden you shirt on. You love him. <laughs> you kiss his ass at high noon. Oh, Mom, hey, Biden. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Biden. Get rid of the Biden statue that we have in the yeah, Exactly. It's a, and, the, and the spotlight that's on it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Turn that one off. I, I Honest to God, I could not vote for any of these people. The, the horrible, oh, I got to cancel my trip to Colorado to hang out in the mountains just to talk war in Israel? Why? 
It's like, oh, God. These, these, this is what we really got running for president? This, these two? This is what we right. got? Right. I wouldn't trust them to watch my dog. I, I wouldn't even more. trust them to watch my cat. No. They're disgusting people, and I, I just... And you know what's great about it? For me, though, I've gotten past the anger stage, because they used to piss me off when they do things. Now I just expect it. It's like, are, are the American people that stupid? Hey, Take it easy. I, well, I'm just asking a question. I didn't say they were. I'm asking you a question. Don't ever tell me what to do again, sister. You heard I'd me. Take probably will during the show. Yeah, probably again. <laughs> Five more minutes. That's all right. You can shut that thing off, can't you? Right. We, you can. <laughs> we can mute her. <laughs> we can do a one-for-one swap for her for her and Phil Mack. Yeah, yeah. Phil Mackie yeah. can come in Perfect. and stand in. So, Phil, you came in at just a perfect time because basically I hate every politician in the history of the country. Oh, but other than that... You know, to answer your question there from uh, like 30 seconds ago, I had someone tweet at me. This is more in a sports context, but I mm-hmm. think it applies to the greater society. So imagine how dumb the average person is and then think that half of the people are dumber than that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's, that's a great that's, quote. That's how like, averages yeah. work. Yep. Yeah. No, that was like a Kirk Cousins debate gone sideways on mm-hmm. Twitter. And we're talking more like who's going <laughs> to shape the future of our 330 uh, million population country. But yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work out to well. How about the entire world? And just don't look what we need to do again is get back to being Democrats and Republicans, not psychopaths on the far left and far right. We have got to start supporting one another because everybody only cares about themselves now. Me, 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 more me now. It's all about me. No, it actually isn't all about you. So shut the hell up or I'll run over you with a pickup truck. So that's where sports brings people together. You damn right. Whether whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, a psychopath, you can all agree that uh, the Vikings are largely garbage, right? We can all agree on the simple things in life. is there such a thing, Phil, as like a moral defeat instead of a moral <laughs> victory? Because that's what this Vikings win felt yeah. like. We watched yep. the Bears march up and down the field, and a backup quarterback who's so good that I forgot his name three hours after the game threw two of the worst lame duck passes and still <laughs> managed to get them within scoring range. Okay, so that's there's so many. Oh, my gosh. There's so many things off this game. The Bears, so the Bears starting quarterback, Justin Fields, is very questionable. Like, they're trying to figure out, is he an NFL starting quarterback? We're not sure. And then he gets hurt halfway through the game. And the Bears' backup quarterback is an undrafted rookie who played Division II college football Oh, my God. (laughs) What a shot. You know, people make fun of, like, uh, oh, man, Andy Dalton's a backup quarterback. Like, there's a bunch of professional backup quarterbacks in the league. The Bears literally brought in a Division II undrafted rookie free agent, and he was marching at the end of that game, just like a dart over here. And uh, and the Bears were like, I think, 30 yards away from taking the lead and maybe winning this yep. game. Yep. And then, because he's a Division II quarterback, not to pile on him too much, he drops back to pass. A wind gust must have hit inside uh, you know, Soldier Field. And he throws like an end-over-end pass 20 yards short of the target. And the Vikings intercepted to win the game. But, yep. like, to that point, we had someone come on our – so we do Vikings vent line on the, the Purple Daily YouTube channel after every game. And a fan came on, and we probably had, like, 20 different fans come on. But this one guy comes on, and he says, you know what? This game was awful for everybody. If you're a Vikings fan rooting for them to get a big win, get right. back on track, <laughs> yep. right? You feel dirty after that win. If you're a, if you're a Vikings fan that just wants them to lose a bunch of games to get a higher draft pick, you feel dirty because they won the game. Like like everyone needs a shower after that game yesterday. 
You know, I got lucky yesterday because uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the game because we took the kids to Seaver's Corn Maze. I saw those pictures on Instagram. Oh, you did? <laughs> they bust, I didn't know they busted a bunch Tom of Tom in the, in the corn pit is, is my, yeah, is that my new drug, thrill. I think. By the way, <laughs> so I get home. I'm tired. I wash my face. I go to bed. I wake up this morning. You know, I just sleep in my underwear, right? I get up this morning. I take my underwear off to change it. <laughs> And there's corn in my underwear. Yeah, what, is this, it's what is going on this morning? Okay, I have to ask. Was that corn from the corn pit or from somewhere else? <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's from, it was from the corn pit. You brought it up. <sighs> Honest to God, yeah, I know. Dude. I know you stashing corn in those, uh, in, those <laughs> in my underwear. But how, here's my question. This is the reason I even brought it up. How the hell did it get in my underwear? Listen, A uh, better question is, how did you not feel it as you're sleeping in bed? <laughs> well, the problem is when you have an extremely large penis, it covers a big area. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can floor. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's possible there's like a corn dingleberry still in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I double-checked uh, double now, thank God. Oh, you double-checked. I did, I double-checked. No more corn anywhere. That's when you... You got to get a partner for that. That's when you got to do a. It's like a tick check. It's a corn check. Honey, can morning. you just run your finger through this crevice over here and see if there's any corn left? <laughs> any corn yeah, left no, in uh, there? Catherine conveniently left that out of the vows when they got married. She drew the <laughs> yes, line. Yes. Had underwear corn. What a ball that place is! Oh my God, the kids had. Oh, so the one thing I was gonna, I was telling Kevin, uh, telling uh, Kevin about this, and I, I just kind of wanted to wait till everybody else got on the air. So we were already gone. My daughter. Her husband and their two children, Fawn and Sage, stayed about, I guess, for another hour. And apparently, they were so tired that in the car on the way home, they were having some, I, an ice cream treat, or as they were going to the car, some damn thing, right? And Sage five says to Fawn seven, "Is that good?" And she said, "It's like heaven." And he goes, "Give me a taste." And he goes, "You're right. It's like heaven." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, TV commercial. Are you that far gone that, that ice that's, cream is now heaven? That's so <laughs> is there, is there a, like a haunted, wasn't there like a haunted house or something as part of that corn maze? There was, or is, yeah, it, is it back in the day. It, it's not there anymore. It was like a haunted maze. So they, it's yep. just purely like yep. a corn thing now. There's no, it's, no scares. was phenomenal. It was really busy. The people could not have been better. The food there is very good. Uh, no, we love going to Seaver's. Every year, we go every year, take the kids, and the kids just get so excited. It's again, like I'd like to sit at home wringing my hands and be a far lefty or a far righty and being pissed off at the world, but I just can't. Uh, Tom, we went to Seavers two weeks ago, okay, and it was during like the 80 degree, 85 oh, degree heat wave, sure, but a lot. And we went like you know, on tank tops and shorts, and Gogo was like sitting in her diaper looking at a goat, like, What the hell are you? <laughs> but, um, there was a lot of people there that still wanted their cute fall vibes picture. And I swear there was a woman wearing full on flannel and jeans who looked like she was about to pass out. Uh -oh. I was like, this is not yeah. the time. It was so hot. I will tell you, honestly, God, and I, I think my, maybe I was tired or something, but they had a bunch of llamas there and they had a yeah. big camel there. Yeah. It was right? a baby camel too. I didn't see the baby camel. I only saw the big oh. one. It was wild. Why? But I swear to God, what do you mean why? Why not? Like, why a, a lot camel? Of stuff what there. does a camel have to do with fall the, the, the in kids, Minnesota? Because the kids like the uh, the animal. They, they bring the, all the little kids love all the live animals. 
Yeah, Tevin. Was Adrian Peterson there? Remember when Adrian Peterson oh, had like yeah. three camels at his 30th yes, birthday party? I do remember. And then you're wondering like five years later, uh, how did Adrian Peterson go broke? Well, maybe two too many camels at his 30th birthday party. How's that crown going, baby? That crown working for you? Yeah, I don't know. It was it was wonderful. It was an absolutely great day. And that, that's the whole thing. We were just, you know, not going to spend a lot of time on it and all the rest of it. But just looking at everybody in the world is miserable. So I feel yeah. kind of bad because I'm never miserable. I hang out with my family and I'm in a great mood. Yeah. yeah, we had a great time, but it was really hot. And like like you said, Gogo just sat in the corn sweating. And I was like, we should yep. probably go at some point. <laughs> if it's that hot, you don't want to hang around too long. There's no doubt about that. No, but, but there is a picture. And I kind of have, a, I think, a little bit context clues of where you got that corn stuck in your crevices. Because there's a picture of Catherine just whipping corn at you. Oh, yeah. yes. There's a shock. <laughs> Shock. How did it I'm ever just, like, happen? falling off the edge with his hands <laughs> up, begging for mercy. As I was, I was begging for mercy, absolutely right. Stop attacking me with corn. But that is the whole deal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, then, you know. So, okay, here we go. Now we, yeah, our twins are sleeping now because they're out of the mix. Who won the Texas-Houston game last night? Texas did. Texas Te- beat Verlander. I think it was 2 nothing. Texas was the final good. score. Texas might win it all, you think? Texas can play. It's so yeah. it's so yep. wide open now. Now that uh, some of the like the Dodgers are out, the Braves are out in the right. National League, and right. the American League has been wide open, anyways. I think even like the the Vegas odds up and down are as even as you've seen in ten years in the baseball playoffs. But you know the Twins. So yeah, we're we're already. I know like on our podcast, we're already. Normally we would just forget about the Twins now for six months. Mm-hmm. I don't know the twin. The Twins are. It's kind of fun to think about. Okay, should they bring Sonny Gray back? Right. Should they, what do right. they need? Is you know, what sort of obscure knee surgery can we send Byron Buxton to Europe to have? To, <laughs> he needs. Has it. anyone ever played center field with a prosthetic leg? You know, what, what, how creative can we get to get him back on the field? Isn't it true, man? Now I see. That's why I love talking to you guys, uh, you and Judd, because we. we just, you see things the same way that I do. It's like, hey, man, I know the Twins are this, that, the other thing, but I love them. The Vikings drive me insane and have been driving me insane now since 1960. Well, that's not true. I didn't start following them until 67. Yeah. But uh, it, it's just, yeah, I, I need my Twins to win more. I really do. Yeah, the Twins, I think, are, I, I don't think this was a one-year pop-up. I think this right. was, right. now we'll see. You know, people can save this clip and clown me in a year from now if they miss the playoffs, but. It feels like the start of something, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe yep. like a three-year window or a five-year window. You, you got if, if some of it's just can Royce Lewis stay healthy and Carlos Correa, but you've got. We were counting of of the players on the the playoff roster. Like two thirds of them are 20, 28 years old and younger mm-hmm. and under contract. So they got. It's not like they have a bunch of thirty-three-year-olds making their last run here. You know, Carlos Correa is kind of the old veteran, and he just turned twenty-nine like two weeks ago. So. It, we, we should see this sort of continue into next year and beyond. I hope that's true. And I know you got to go in a couple of seconds here, but I just wanted to make sure that the most important battle, kind of in sports, not really in sports, but kind of, the headline this morning, one in three adults fits the bill, Minnesota losing obesity battle. Now, that's kind of a sport, isn't it? <laughs> So what, are we are we trying to win the obesity battle? Like if, <laughs> well, if you win the obesity battle, are you the fattest or are <laughs> right. you the are you the slimmest? Great question: Do we get like a better draft pick if we win it? Right, Is yeah, that we the get, thing? And then do we draft pick, fat draft people pick. or do we draft skinny people? Oh, Which way does this question. go? Yeah, what's yeah? Are we getting points for being overweight? or Are we getting points for not being overweight? I would say we get more funding, maybe. 
over funding to get fatter. Yeah, Fun- funding to get fatter. The fat fund. I'm doing my part. That's all I know. <laughs> Here <laughs> we go now. Well, Here we go. Well, also, like, if you look up, like, the metric they use that gauges obesity, like, anybody that is over, like, 200 pounds is considered BMI, oh, I know. right? Yeah, I know. it's, yeah, you, they go by your BMI. So it's like, I remember when I was in, like, my peak physical playing conditions at oh, yeah, NDSU. You were, you were fat. I was, like, 6'4", 220, and it was, like, technically I was obese. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, it's hilarious. Yeah, BMI, it's like BMI calculated people from like the late 1800s or right, something, right. right? When you basically, if you like caught a muskrat out in the lawn, that was your dinner for the week, you know? Yeah, muskrat. Bunch, a bunch of five foot, 10, 115 pound people running around. Let's make this the benchmark. Yes. What do you think about the, uh, the people who are over 150 pounds? They're fat. Yes. So it's going to be really great for people like, well, the three of you. Uh, uh, Phil Ballpark, how old are you? Ballpark? Yeah. Boy. <laughs> well, I don't, don't want to nail you never, down because some people well, touch you I've about I've never that had shit. someone give me that opportunity before. This is great. Well, no, a lot of people don't. It's none of your business how old I am. I, Ballpark, you, I'm in the first part of my life, hopefully, still. No, I'm 38, Tom. I'm 38. 38. Okay, so oh, all four F. of you will watch about three quarters of the earth die from obesity. Are you looking forward to that? Can't yeah, I, this is why, like, you know, my wife and I have not had kids yet, and this is all due respect to people, Brittany, and others who have kids. We're like, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like we're good for now. I feel like let's yeah, kind of feel this thing out for the next five years and see what happens to, yep. the, to the world, you know? A lot of people are like that. There's no question about it. But I, I just, I saw that this morning. And I, you look, you're walking around. You do notice because people are not only overweight, they are obese. They're very big now, like the biggest mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Particularly yeah, the in state women. fair's the best for you know oh, like yeah. people go bird watching. I go obese people watching at the state <laughs> That's fair. That's real nice. My little binoculars and my book. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's one in jorts. This is. <laughs> oh my God! Why did you even say that? Jesus. There's a fat fold hanging oh, out of the fanny pack. God, <laughs> shut up! I was on fire today. Yeah. My self-esteem is never higher than at the state fair. Yeah, oh. I, feel so, I feel so good about myself walking around. <laughs> You're right. We should do like a. Hey, like in real life, I'm a six. At the state fair, I'm a 20. I'm like not even a 10 anymore. I'm a 20. (laughs) Ah. Eh, What the hell? It all works out in the end, right? Right. Yes, hopefully. And if not... We have at least we have the corn, we have the corn palace. Yes. You know, Wait a minute, let me reach in my pants and see if I still have any corn. Oh no! For Jeez. snacks? Yeah, we're saving it for later. <laughs> By this point, it's popped. It's yeah. no longer yeah. a kernel. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be great if I was sitting outside and you hear this pop? Like, oh, there was one more kernel left, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's definitely getting clipped. And on, put on that note, I'm gonna go now. I would uh, if I were you. I would leave. There's oh, no question. Bye, Phil. <laughs> see you guys on Friday. See Sounds great. Thanks, Phil. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north. Got to take a break. Be right back in just a couple of minutes. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. His name is Josh Arnold. He's a good friend of mine. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. you got nothing to lose, and you get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh. Number's 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him his guy, Tom, sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Oh, you did that to me on purpose, didn't you? You did that on purpose. I promise I didn't mean I didn't know that's what you're saying. You liar! You did it. You were waiting to turn oh. it up so I could, I could hear people could hear me say I had corn coming out of my ass. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I'm so happy to be working here with you guys. That's all I have to say. No question. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to, of course, gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Well, great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. You ready to lose weight, feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it's a good fit to help you lose weight and, of course, feel much better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. There, I waited this time so I didn't hear myself. As I was putting my headphones on, there was corn coming out my ass. Yeah, thank you so much for that. No problem. Did you hear about that one, Chris? I did. Yeah, I went to the uh, Seavers. Uh, it's not called the Corn Maze anymore. What's it called? The Seavers. The Fall Festival, I Fall believe. Festival. You're right. Seavers Fall Festival, which we love. Been going for years. And uh, I'm not kidding you. Last night, I get home. I'm tired. Go to bed. It'll wash my face, wash the pits, hit the sack, get up this morning, go to change my underwear, and uh, corn's falling out of every part of my being. It's corn. not a good trip to that big corn that giant pile unless you bring him some home with you. I mean, That's exactly your point. Right. <laughs> and you're covered in that corn dust crap for like four days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love I love that though. When my kids were that that size, oh my gosh, that was, you could sit there all day just be in there and yep. let them run around. And just watch them. You you don't have to mm-hmm. do anything. Just watch them. They are so happy. It's wonderful. I know. And it's I will a fun- tell you- Seabirds is fun. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little spendy, but you do get to pretty much be out there all day if you want. And, you know. You know, what's really great about it is it was very busy. Not one prick in the bunch. Nobody causing trouble. Nobody being a jerk. You know, got people bouncing on bounce. How they run into each other. Nobody gets mad. They just go, oh, sorry. It's really a nice festival. It really Are you is. pro corn maze or anti corn maze? Oh God! Just to be around little kids when when their grandfather is in the corn maze, they think that's a huge deal, man. They love. He's in here with us. Who's no. anti corn maze? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a good question. question. Chris. It's a good I'm question. a little scared. Uh, um, I am, Tevin. I knew it. Are you, are you <laughs> actually anti corn maze? I knew one, it. With only one gam, what are you gonna do? Uh, I don't know. I we always would go. I mean, we'd go to these things for years and years and years, and it seemed like things never. And this says a lot about our family. Things never really went well for us when we went into the corn maze. It always ended up kind of going south at some point. Really? So I've sort of just taken an anti-corn maze stance. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I That's We we went with teenagers two weeks ago, uh, my neighbors, the Goldens, and they're really smart about it. Like their their parents are, Brian and Priscilla, are like, let's just pick one point. We'll go to it and come back. And I was like, let's do the whole, in my mind, I'm like, let's do the whole maze. I brought the, the stroller, whatever. Halfway to that point, we had about four arguments um it was everyone is overheated everyone's shoes are dirty and i was like nope let's we should just turn around and and, and go eat more food so that, i get it chris that's exactly way. why it's nothing against mm-hmm. the corn maze it's just how it seems to put us in a situation that takes all the joy away from it okay i just thought maybe i don't know if maybe you were just like overall like it's bad for the environment or something <laughs> there's some sort <laughs> of i will say this that it is a straw maze a hay maze and a corn pit they're two totally different things so which that one do you know true. so you like that the corn you don't like the corn pit no i like the corn pit i you don't, don't like, like the maze the yeah. corn maze, correct. But it's I not feel like corn. Or, well, hey, whatever the maze well, is where the tall corn maze. Gr- yeah. That's where all the stalks of corn are standing up in the back. Oh, that one. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. There is another one. Over that's there. what I'm. Ta- that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Indeed. But yeah, well, I'm glad we got that figured out. Everybody very well behaved. Not one prick in a bunch. It was very busy. Could not have been a better day. It was wonderful. It was chilly at first. I will tell you that until the sun came out. Did you guys fire the old pumpkin cannon or whatever that thing <sighs> is back there? You get near Catherine Brandt. I want you to 
interview her about the pumpkin can, and she thinks it's the greatest moment of her life. Well, it is. It's pretty awesome. That was, <laughs> that was going to be my first question when you started talking about Seaford. I was like, do they have the pumpkin can? Because if I oh, can't yeah. launch a pumpkin can the le- or a pumpkin the length of a football field, I don't want to go. It was, it, it was backed up like there was no tomorrow to get in there, I will tell you that. Everybody wants to shoot pumpkins. Absolutely. And they did, no question. By the way, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert is with us. Chris, we can talk about the news if you want, but, um, you know, I've gotten to the point, i got to be very honest with you, because whenever it first appears, I get pissed off about it, and then I read more about it and try to do this, that, and the other thing, and it calms me down a little. Now it's so ridiculous I've gotten to the point, I just, I just don't care. You people are insane. And um, unless we can come together as a society in, in America, we're screwed. This con- country will go under like there's no tomorrow. I, and, I, and unfortunately, what's going on in the Middle East right now, I don't yep. think is helping at all. In nope. fact, I think it's making it even worse. So, um, yeah, I, uh, what do they say now? Um, a, a million people have left Gaza yep. and mm-hmm. 4,000 people on both sides now are dead. And there hasn't even... The actual ground invasion that they're talking about hasn't even happened yet. So that's, um, there's, it's, uh, it, it's, and I definitely get the, I get the train of thought to not even pay attention to it because it's so, which is, I mean, I think that's people's kind of reaction to it. So, I mean, I, I definitely get that. But it is our job, your job, our job. To pay attention to that kind of thing you got to tell the well, people what's going I, on i don't i don't think with this particular case you're gonna you're gonna pay attention to it because it's gonna be everywhere in some mm-hmm. in some way shape or form and uh there's a saint paul teacher who was killed oh, in the yeah. who had been over there in that initial concert on october 7th where the hamas came through and killed a bunch of young people at the concert so we we talked to so I think one of the rabbis at the at the school that he was at on the news last night. But do you think yeah. we can learn as a society in America watching this to not hate our neighbors because America's headed more and more in that direction? Every day, one side hates the other side, and that's because our news media, our school system, and our government makes money from having us go at each other like that. They make a ton of money from that. We need to wake up and stop. It, it's disgusting. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's not a great time right now. No. I would agree. I, I was super. I don't know how you guys. I'm a little. I'm right. I'm older than Tevin and Brittany and AJ, but I'm younger than you, Tom. I don't. Something about the Suzanne Summers thing kind of hit. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, Three's Company was such a, you know, such a. I mean, it was in everybody's living room. It, people mm-hmm. saw it over the years because it played over and over again. I forgot. We were talking about it this morning. She at one point tried to get equal pay with John Ritter. Yes. And that's why she left the show. Yep. Like, think about that. Like, she was trying to do what the Friends did, except, you know, way back then. And they're like, and remember, they just flat out replaced her in the show. And then one year, that Terry lady showed up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do. Yep. Freaking Terry. I didn't know. I'm very, very, I didn't (laughs) realize. I didn't realize at the time that that's what it was, that Suzanne Summers had been trying to get right. paid what she felt. You know, that that's a pretty bold move back then. She used to come on the queue all the time back in the day, and we had Did her on. She? she could not have been more pl- I never met her in person, but I talked to her on the phone a bunch of times. Very, yeah. very nice person. And then the Thighmaster thing, of course, which... Sure. 
Don't no forget course. about that. <laughs> Let's not forget about the thigh master. If you go to the thrift store every once in a while, you can stumble across a thigh master. Really? And I'm like, oh my god, it's a relic. <laughs> Have you ever used one? Uh no. But it I, is I, hard. Is like, it? yeah. Like if you do want thick, beautiful thighs, get yourself a thigh master. Or you could maybe walk. Maybe there'll be a. Maybe there'll be a um, renaissance of thigh masters now that she's no longer with. I'm doing one right now. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, now we have to tie this in, Chris, because we have to ask you, because the lead story in the Star Tribune this morning is Minnesota losing obesity battle, so we need the thigh master. I saw that. I saw that this morning. I also saw, I heard you mention it with Phil. Um, I also saw something this morning. Um, it was talking about a couple of... Uh, I don't know if it was soda and cake or some sort of like kind of very standard sweets, sweet foods mm -hmm. that there's a study that came out that like said that's just as addictive as like Ice cocaine or something yeah. ridiculous like that. Yeah, Did I you saw see that. that AJ? Yeah, I put that on our on our story sheet for the dates. They found a study that is ice cream and potato chips like through whatever chemicals and whatnot right. can be just as addictive as cocaine and heroin. Oh, so, okay, let's, let's calm down. I don't see anybody begging on the street for some chips. <laughs> oh, I do. Like, like a crackhead. I'm living in a tent outside the library because my life has been ruined by Ruffles chips. Oh, well, they are I mean, good though. Definitely oh, they are good. To the obesity thing. That's for sure. But the obesity is the problem. Yeah. It's sugar. Well, certain people too. I mean, obviously, you've got diabetics who can't go near the stuff. But you get some people, they eat sugar. It drives them insane. They're I've just... heard that. I've also oh, heard yeah. people having a different reaction to um, different artificial sweeteners. Yep. Depending on what they are, which I'd never heard before. I just met somebody a couple months ago who was talking about that, which is like they were getting sick and they didn't know it. And it's because they were using one or the other. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. So we can go back to what we, how we started this conversation. Whose fault is that? Mostly these big conglomerates that put out most of the food because they have changed. Well, didn't they change the way peas and peanuts were grown? That's why so many people are allergic to peanuts now because they changed the way they were grown. Is that not I true? Think, well, I do think there's a big thing, too, around um, for a long time, Tom. Parents were told not to give their kids peanuts until one year and then that changed about i want to say like six or seven years ago that what you do now is you give them a small amount because they were noticing that if they go a whole year without trying peanuts there was a huge uh, amount of people allergic because they weren't introduced to it early on mm -hmm. so now you're supposed to just give them a small amount at very, as soon as they start eating solids to like not have them have an allergy to it but what if it's that new ingredient in growing peanuts I think Cargill is the one that changed it, aren't they? The way peanuts are grown. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. That's what you hear. So Cargill, get off your ass and call in. Yeah, Cargill. I, I do know that that's a, uh, Brittany, what you're talking about is also like uh, a new treatment method for kids who have severe peanut yeah. allergies mm -hmm. is they will microdose them with those oh. over a course of months. Some of our friends, um, had their little boy and uh, like it changed his life to, yeah. to be able to not have that allergy anymore. So it's a, it's a really, it, it's interesting to see how that's all evolved. For sure. Yeah. I would hate having a peanut allergy. Who the hell would want that? Yeah. I, so I don't think probably anybody. 
So in that when they used to do that, where they'd re where they would re they would introduce it at one year, parents used to introduce it to at the they call it like a tailgating peanut party, and mm -hmm. so you would bring your kid to the parking lot of an ER to have them try peanut butter for the first time because such a per high percentage of them did have allergies to peanuts. To that's peanut crazy. butter, even? Damn it. Well, yeah, that's like what that's, is in peanut butter, well, I sir. I understand, but they also mix other things in their genius. I know, but I'm just saying that, Don't yes. sharpen it, me, sister. If you're let allergic go, to peanuts, let's go. Here you butter, can't Peanut butter falls peanut under butter. the peanut allergy umbrella. Yes. Poor Tom is breaking it, it no, down. No, 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 no. There could be other things that, they put in peanut butter they're true. allergic to. So back off. All of you. Right. Okay. You're just because you don't have a clue what the hell is going on in the world. Tom, I just feel like you're mourning everything. Like, this is what happened to me when I first met a friend who was allergic to peanut butter. I was like, you can't even eat Reese's? He was I like, know. no, Brittany. I peanut can't butter eat cups. Reese's. You can't even eat peanut butter cups? That's not even no. real peanut butter, is it? That's what I know. I was heartbroken for it. I don't him. know what it is, but it's magical, and it's probably very addictive. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, man. Yeah. I, I, All right, I'm going to grab a candy bar and go do some news now, you guys. Sorry at home, Smoke. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Have a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Yeah, there are some things, that I, I guess, I don't know. We, didn't, we don't have that stuff. My kids aren't allergic to anything that I know of, and I'm not, and Catherine's not. But apparently they put out all these different kinds of peanut butter now, and some uh, are allergic to them, some are not. They, they did change the way peanuts were grown many years ago. I know that. That's really interesting. I'd love to do it like a, if somebody did a deep dive on all that. That's so interesting to me. Well, so many mm. things have been changed. Well, again, if you're a major corporation and you can get by cheaper, oh, right. it's a little poisonous, but so what? Well, it's really funny. So now that we're in the spooky season, this is always oh, very spooky season. I love it. Uh, candy corn was a novelty because... It was rare they used corn for anything except feeding animals. Right. And right. so back when the candy corn was invented, it was kind of a joke. It would be like eating like oh. a, um, you know, a novelty, uh, like a, you know, when they make things out of like a chocolate cup. It was like that silly. Mm -hmm. So they literally fed corn to animals to make them fatter. So the fact that we mm -hmm. even use corn syrup is just shows you how things change extremely. But who, who the hell doesn't want to have an ear of corn with a little butter on it, for Christ's sake? Oh, I mean, that's, so a, good in the that's different uh, than the mass amount we use corn today. Like, like what else do we use it on? Corn syrup goes into, it, it's what, a cheap uh, sugar for Yeah. So what do most, you use that for? Uh, like a lot syrupy of like syrup, things, yeah. food. Um, you'll see corn syrup in it. And, and again, it was a filler. It was a way to get animals fat quickly. Mm -hmm. So... And I'm not condemning saying don't eat it, but you just have to keep that in mind with whatever you're eating is that like that was created to get animals fat quickly. Corn was created? No, I mean like corn used, syrup. Yeah. yeah, used, used. as so an used, ingredient. Not yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I but I just who the hell doesn't like corn on the cob for Christ's sake? Corn on the cob yeah. is so good. Or my mom makes this like I don't even know, like creamed. It's like this corn, like hot dish with like breadcrumbs oh, on yeah. top of it during like Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Let's <laughs> give me two pans. It is terrific. No question about it. You know what? You're allergic to it. Just suck it up and break out in hives. Who cares? Oh, that's my yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> He goes, yeah. Throw caution yeah. to the wind, everybody. It's, Who it's needs like, to breathe? It's yeah, like the people so that are lactose intolerant, but they're like, I just love ice cream so much that I just suck oh, it up and we yeah. go oh. for it and we take it to Any, the toilet later. Yes. Listen, 
I will never declare that I am lactose intolerant, but me and dairy do not get along. But like, mm, I still, yeah. I, but everyone who's lactose intolerant will, will play that game of like, meh, meh. <laughs> Sometimes right. it's just worth it. It's so worth it. You know, it's interesting you bring that up, and I didn't even know this, but I cannot think of the last time I had a glass of milk. I used to never. drink milk constantly when I was a kid, but it's been decades mm-hmm. since I've had a glass of milk. Well, at most now is like I'll have a glass of like almond milk or something right, like that. Right, But yeah, yeah. I don't well, even do that. Dairy, I saw a documentary, so who knows how much of it is actually true, but where like dairy really isn't uh, as good for you as people want to make it seem. Like the whole got milk thing when we were younger yeah. where, oh, you got to have three glasses of milk a oh. day. Not really the Just, healthiest <laughs> thing for you to do. It's so funny. They talk about, again, this is all the big company aspect. They talk about skim milk existed because they didn't have anything to do. They didn't know what to do with it. They had yeah. taken the fat and made yep. something out of it. And they're like, we have all this watery milk. They're like, well, why don't we make it seem like a healthy alternative? And so they say if you're going to drink milk, do uh, a high fat percentage because at least there's substance in it. God, you you tip yourself off as a Minnesotan every time you say that word. Milk. Yep. I, uh, milk. Only Minnesotans say milk. milk. There's another there's one no too that milk. I'm not going to yeah. go on. Oh, there's another one. Come on, come on. Nobody's listening. It's what's on top of a house. You oh, do you a, say a burglar? A you a say roof? a roof. I say a roof. Roof. It's roof. Yeah, it's a roof. It is roof. I think roof. roof? That's the you've roof made fun of, of me house? before, Tom. I think I, I say did I say not roof. Make fun of you. It is roof. The okay, good. The roof of your house. Like, yeah. What what other people say? Rough. Yeah, I don't know, like, but roof. 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 That's what they say. Instead of roof, they say roof. Rough. Rough. I say roof. roof. Yeah, we all say roof. roof. That's yeah. how you're supposed okay. to say it. It's too right, cool. We're good here. Are you been drinking? Depends who's asking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> well, you have days. You're such a weirdo. It's unbelievable. Whenever you wear camouflage, you're a disaster. I'll change. I'm actually really <laughs> hot, change. so I'll probably change to a t-shirt. <laughs> you got to go change it anyway. So there you go. We were talking about obesity earlier, and Officer oh. Dave said that, according to BMI, he is obese. Yes. And then, as well, uh, Eric Perez, who writes into the show all the time, he said that uh, he is thick. Thick, man. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being yeah, thick. Nothing wrong with being a little thick. Uh, Officer Dave, for people who have never met him, is six foot four, weighs about three ten, and there's zero fat on that man's body. Yes, Officer Dave, if he walks, <laughs> if he walks next to you, there is immediately a shadow across <laughs> like a twenty foot diameter around you. Yeah. Okay, I have to go up on the roof now to read a commercial. You're welcome. No problem. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is a preferred choice among trap enthusiasts, waterfowl hunters for over 25 years, as a matter of fact. KNL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models and has a huge selection of trap loads, too. Fall hunting is here. Head to KNL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KNL now has a lot of the calibers that have been hard to find in stock. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned. That's very important. Veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this, on, this show. Mention the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Receive a 10% off anything combo with the store. That's anything in the store. 10% off. Uh, KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 
The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant. Yeah, baby. See, you didn't catch me that time, did you? Not that time, no. You tried. <laughs> Turncoat. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the MySlippers, Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. Got to say hello to Dawn when you're there, too. That's all I'm saying. We got to get Dawn on the show, as a matter of fact. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo com, uh, TOM. I almost called myself a con. Did you hear that? I heard it. Promo code Tom. Yeah, con. That's good. Enter promo code Tom for this special and many more 